Hello, I'm Linda Garcia, Lucy's mom. And just to know, to let you know a little bit about my daughter. She started uh, at a pretty young age drawing, and as she grew and she became a woman, she started with her family, and I'm so proud of her. Art came up, and I'm glad she decided to show it to the world about her feelings and how far she's become, and I'm so proud of her, and Hopefully you guys can enjoy and relate to her arts. I really appreciate everyone coming out and follow her. And thank you, Alex, for all your help with <laughs> handling us. <laughs> appreciate it. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Alex Catano, and joining me is Luz Maria Clayton. Luz, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. This this couldn't have happened. This had to happen for sure. I mean, after all the work that we've been doing, you helping me, I'm helping you. You, you just had to be on the show for sure. Thank you. I'm very excited. <laughs> and Luz, just share with us uh, what is it uh, that you do exactly? So I'm an artist out of San Diego, California. I've been doing it for about six years professionally, I guess. I started six years ago. It's digital art, by the way, mainly. And what exactly made you want to start a small business in San Diego? Well, it kind of was not planned. It was something that I had to do <laughs> and not in a negative way. I have a strong faith in Jesus and I feel like He's been guiding me to where I am now and I have my little store in City Heights, which is not something that I could even imagine because I started selling my art at little markets and art shows and coffee shops. And I would just set up a table and sell my stuff there. As I got more exposure, more opportunities came. That's how I just, I didn't even plan it. Honestly, didn't plan it. But one of the things that I do know is that you, you were kind of, all over the place. You were in Barrio at one point, and now you're here in City Heights. And I just want to know what was the transition like? Why that change? Okay. So the lockdown affected a lot of us. And if I could have just stayed in Barrio, I totally would. Because um, I did spend part of my childhood there. I don't know if I told you that, Alex, but my dad used to live there. And when he would pick us up, we'd play. We'd shoot hoops at the basketball courts in Chicano Park. And I used to always admire the murals. Imagine, wow, those artists are very lucky to be able to do something like that. And some art pieces are engraved in my mind from when I was a kid. So it's pretty cool that I was able to showcase my work there. It's, it felt like a full circle kind of thing. And the opportunity came about because some of my art friends had art studios there. And then they allowed me to showcase my work. And we kind of helped each other out. I would promote their art. They would promote me. And then had an opportunity inside a small shop called Cositas Bonitas with my friends. We experienced something called the art crawl that was happening before the COVID. And it was just an amazing environment. The energy. People were coming from all over La Jolla, England. <laughs> no joke. I was like, how do you know about Barrio Logan? And you're coming from England. They were, there were tourists coming in and buying art. So I certainly didn't want to leave. But when the lockdown occurred, things slowed down, as you probably could imagine. My friends were forced to close their little shop. Good news is they have another another shop again in Barrio. 
But when that happened, good friends at the Urban Art Shop, which is a print shop in City Heights, they offered me the opportunity where I am now, which is also another all stopping ground because I went to high school in uh, Hoover and that's in the heart of City Heights. So I'm kind of like back home again. So how's it been being back here in City Heights once again? It's cool. I mean, not much has changed as far as I can tell. There are some parts that are gone, you know, people's houses were knocked down and now we have a little shopping area and stuff that's changed. But as far as the diversity, it's still the same variety of people, colors that I used to see when I would walk to school. I feel right at home there. I love it. You know, the the streets well and the people that are coming in, getting to know our space, they're returning. So we got a lot of regulars now, such as Alex. You're one of those people we see common coming in and out. And we really appreciate it. It keeps us open. It's me and my mom. That's awesome to hear that we have regulars. I'm a regular. That's awesome. And uh, you just mentioned your mom. And just tell us about what it's like working with your mother because uh, I got to meet her. She's amazing. And I just want to just share, you know, what got you to work with her. So thank you. Yeah, so she's been one of my biggest supporters throughout this journey. She was there on my very first market pop-up. They call it a pop-up where you set up your table and there for a, a few hours. She's just always been there. And then gradually, the well, the COVID affected her job too. So she started sewing. And, then, you know, like a lot of people, they started creating masks and things like that. So whenever I could, I would bring my mom's stuff with me to an event or I would invite her, even my friends at Cositas Bonitas would allow her to put her stuff. So she kind of started being part of that cultura, that whole art vibe. And it was just natural for her. And when the opportunity came up with the shop, it was like, I already had her aprons and stuff there. And I said, wow, mom, you think we could? She kind of was the one who finally said, Mija, I got you. Let's do this together. Because I was concerned, like, can I really handle a shop rent? I could barely handle a little booth. Can I handle rent? And she stepped up and she's been there for me. So that's how that came about. Oh, that's that's super sweet. That's, I love to hear that. It's just it's great when you have family supporting you in and out. And uh, share more about your family who has been in your life, everybody who's been supporting you. Thank you. Yeah, that's a big part of my, I cannot do what I do. So starting with this room, this room here, um, I might get emotional, but I'm used to it. Uh, starting with this room, my dad actually uh, was under hospice care. And this is where he passed away. And I don't see that as a, it's not a bad thing. It's not a freaky thing. It's more like um, a very special event that occurred here. The way that the hospice nurse put it is there's the um, the miracle of birth and there's also the miracle of death. So when he passed, there were some beautiful things happening outside there was a little bird that kind of peeked over here up at the window and flirted away. When I was mourning the loss of my dad, that's when I started drawing. So he has a big, big uh, impact on my art because I was grieving his loss and I was going through some stuff with depression and so on. And that's when I started doodling on my uh, smartphone. I had a pen that my husband bought me a special phone for that. And it would kind of relieve some of that anxiety, depression that I was dealing with and helping cope with the loss of my dad. Now this room has been converted into my art space from home. So I'm here working and creating and whatever I make here, I can sell at my shop. I can sell it online. My husband's been a huge part. As I said, like he surprised me with this opportunity of this space because we have two kids. One of the kids could be in here, but they've given me the, this chance, my family. And even the kids will tell me, no, mom, you need your art room. And 
they're only eight and 12, but they kind of understand. They're like, no, you need your space. So they share their room. It's a boy and a girl and they're doing it. I appreciate such young kids recognizing how important it is for me to do what I'm doing because it's helping our family. And it's also helping me with the stuff that I deal with. That is, that is sweet. Um, I really just admire that. Uh, I got to meet your family, though, your whole family, because it just sounds like a, just an amazing environment to be around. And you're just very blessed to be with such amazing people. Thank you. Yes. Yep. I couldn't do it without any of them. Now that you have been in the business for a while, what are some things that maybe you think maybe I could still work on some stuff that has changed and you have improved on just share with us a lot of because a lot of businesses could probably get a lot from this okay so i've learned a lot i'm still learning so much like this will be legit the first year that i'm gonna file business taxes (laughs) and that's the not so fun part of running a business um i've learned so much and writing up contracts when i do offer people commissions and things like that so there's certain things that i couldn't even imagine And I do have a business coach that I see once a week. It's a group of women. We all get together on Zoom. We get to share trade secrets and ideas and things like that. So a lot of what has helped me develop into a business owner is that class. So I have to get credit to that. And that's my friend, Sparkles. She runs this break room circle is what it's called. And it's just a group of uh, women. Currently, it's all women, but we all have different goals and aspirations as far as how to own and run our business. Some are smaller than others. Some are wanting to grow really big. And me personally, I just want to sustain my family. That's my goal is to sustain my family, help my husband out. And you've just mentioned that you have big opportunities to talk to other people. And I remember recently you got the chance to kind of be in like a marketing but what was it again yeah so there's this program they actually are going to help three businesses in city heights specifically so maybe that's why i'm there that's why god took me there chosen three businesses and they're going to help them with up to a certain dollar amount i don't know if i'm allowed to share so i'll just tell you it's it's going to be a nice amount to help me with my marketing, which I lack. <laughs> Everything that you see me posting is just me legit posing and taking a picture of myself. <laughs> and I do it when my mom's not there, she makes fun of me. But that's as close to marketing as I get and you know, taking pictures of my products and things like that. So it helps to be an artist because you know, artists, we have an eye for something. Si pudiera, I would hire my models. <laughs> And then, so they're going to help me with marketing as far as like the technical stuff and how to post properly on Instagram. And it's called San Diego Futures Foundation. I just want to know some of the inspirations of what got you into art. I know, I guess every artist who's been on the show got them into art. Who was their inspiration? Some art that they saw the first time. Just share with us a little bit about the people that inspired you. That's exciting for me because I actually been inspired by many of my peers. Um, definitely being in Barrio Logan was an opportunity for me culture side to come out because I think the way sometimes society suppresses certain ways we dress or certain things we want to put out depending on your on your cultura. So for me, I was raised by my mom. She's Mexican and I was raised here, born and raised in San Diego. So when I was, say, in the middle school, I identified more with the Chicanos. The Mexicanos would frown down upon that and say, no eres Chicana, eres Mexicana. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, but I was 
I wasn't born there, you know, so confused. You're not white enough to be white. You're not brown enough to be brown. So I felt so comfortable in that cultura and being in Barrio Logan, it just kind of allowed me to open up and start creating pieces that side of me, the culture side, people would appreciate it. And I'll be so caught up. Just, I couldn't believe the people that were buying some of those culture inspired pieces. We're not even Chicanos. <laughs> they were from all walks of life, all ethnicities. And I was thinking like, wow, that's a trip that they can be inspired by something that I, I couldn't even imagine. This Black dude buying a Frida from me with a pinup look. I don't understand it. <laughs> but it, they just appreciated it. So that inspired me. And then being surrounded by all the artists there in Barrio Logan, there was these little hubs, literally with art studios, the hallways full of art. You couldn't help yourself and they would just inspire you and you guys kind of feed off of each other. So you're not going to sit there and copy them, but you're going to get ideas. You're going to get your hunger fulfilled. I don't know if you know what I mean. So many of my peers, basically, I can't pinpoint one. No, Mm -hmm. I understand. For you, I mean, you just said that you are a Mexicana, but you've ever got inspirations from other cultures or have you tried different artworks that maybe have been inspired by other cultures? I have. I really, you know, what I really enjoy is um, I enjoy doing faces a lot. I've done a few pieces for these beautiful Africanas, bringing out their features. They're so prominent and and beautiful with the high cheekbones. I, I really enjoy playing with different culturas. Some of my artwork has not seen the light of day, Alex. It's trapped in my smartphone from when I was drawing on my smartphone. I do have a variety of cultures there just need to print them out you also worked on clothing was that the plan all along at one point no i mean it was it's funny because with all my little steps that i was doing in my art business it was it always felt like little steps for example i had prints okay and then one of my friends said why don't you do stickers i was like okay i did stickers so a lot of the ideas were inspired by my friends who were already being successful out there in the world and say, Luz, why don't you do live painting? So I try that. So the shirts was another little step like, oh, I got to design something for a really cool shirt that I know will sell. So I put on my first shirt. It was white. There's a woman tee and it had this, this kind of pinup Frida that I like to call kind of like pop art style. She's been selling since I want to say three years now. People are still requesting her and It was one of those things that I just wanted to mark off my list, like mural check, canvas print check, t-shirt check. But then my friend said, if you have something good going, why are you going to stop it? The people want it put out there. One uh, image turned into two. And now I have a couple images, you know, out there. To see these images, to see all of this work that you have done, you have a store now. I just want to know, or at least let the people know, where can people find your store and how can people connect? with you on a personal level so people could get a chance to work with you yes please come see us we want to stay open <laughs> uh, my mom and i are there we we close friday and sunday and so we're open every day from that and it's 11 to 5 we're at 4205 university avenue and that's right in san diego in the heart of city heights we're right next to my friends in script Two, the print shop also known as the urban art shop and um, we're right across from this new yummy sandwich i know you tried them TKO deli they're the bomb <laughs> you just mentioned in script Two and the urban art shop uh, tell tell me about uh you know working with them also some of the people that you are currently working with that you have helped out 
So I've known my friends. It's Clyde and Michael. They own and operate the print shop. And I met them through printing. So they did a lot of my prints when I needed something. And they were just huge on supporting small business. And I was able to intern with them for a minute before COVID. And I was trying to learn the machines and everything. (laughs) But that's a no-go. I'm not a machines kind of girl. Give me manual work. (laughs) I'll clean the toilets. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm not a a very techie kind of person but uh, you know I could cut paper like really good line it up for you and stuff and so I was able to do that and kind of get my toes wet behind the scenes doing that they encouraged me to get my iPad which is what I draw on now which is more professional Clyde and Michael have been running their business they started from scratch in their little garage and they blew up to this really amazing print shop and they're huge on community and helping, you know, all type of people from all walks of life. You always see somebody in there that they've helped in some way or another. And I'm one of those people. When I went to report the sad news that I was no longer in Barrio Logan, they didn't hesitate to offer me the chance to open the shop next door, which they lease. So I lease it from them. So I like to call them my fairy godparents. <laughs> and I just um super grateful for them. Like legit. I couldn't do anything that I'm doing there in City Heights without those guys. I do want to say to everybody listening, if you ever get the chance to meet Luz and her family, Luz is one of the sweetest, most amazing human beings I've ever met. Um, I love working with her. I love talking to her. And this uh, week is just like, I always want to talk to her because she just makes me happy. And I'm just so grateful. Oh, thank you. Don't make me cry. (laughs) I don't think I ever made somebody else cry. but yeah, I mean, I just appreciate you so much, Luz. It's just been a, a great ride ever since I met you. And uh, you're just such a delight to be around. Thank you. I appreciate it. This was a big deal when uh, when you said you were doing podcasts in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, I hope I get to be in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, So this is a big deal for me, too. And my mom is excited for us as well. And if anybody um, can get something out of this, you know, out of this interview, I would just want to say to just keep going, follow your dreams, even if it wasn't where you wanted to start. I just wanted to recover from mental illness. And now I'm having a business. You never know what God plans. That was the interview and story of one Luz Maria Clayton, such a terrific gal. One of my favorite people to talk to. You'll find her store right now. 4205 University Avenue, San Diego, California, 92105. Find her on Instagram at Arte de Luz 1. Find her on TikTok and Facebook for Arte de Luz. Find her work, buy her work, and just support her work. In the future, I want to get business cards. I want to get t-shirts. I want to eventually grow Catanation into a bigger place for people to be heard. It's going to take some time to get to all of that. However, one thing I will say is that when those things happen, Luz will be there on my side. She helped me design my logo. She's helped me professionally and personally. And there's no one I would rather partner up with right now. There is a lot of exciting things coming on to Luz's life right now, which we're very excited to see. And Luz, if you're listening to this, just know that I am proud of you. And I am just happy that you're in my life. And I just cannot wait to see what you bring for your career.
Thank you, Linda, for doing the opening for this podcast. Those were very kind words of you. And just thank you for bringing a smile to us every time we stop by the shop. And we're just about done here. But next week, there is not going to be a podcast because we're still in production. In two weeks, it's going to be the epic one hour, one year of Catanation special, which will feature returning guests Andrew Benavides, Julia Castro, Misar Martin, Raymond Reynoso, and musical performances by Serena Arrevalo and my father, Ricardo Catano. And for the first time, we'll have Catanation's very own wild card, which will be announced before that podcast. So we'll see you all in two weeks. We are Catanation. Thank you all for listening to this Catanation Studios podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at WeAreCatanation. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts like this one, go to wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com.